The Lakers' season opener has been announced. They will be taking on the NBA champions, Denver Nuggets. Will they have what it takes this season to get this revenge game? Or will it be too early in the season to even take it seriously? Let's break it all down. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire universe of universes, Laker Dad. Dad, I mean, I think this is kind of to be expected. Obviously, the Lakers lost to uh, the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals, so I kind of figured that they would be uh, taking on the Nuggets in either their season opener or that Christmas Day game. But as it was revealed today, they are going to uh, get a chance to avenge uh, last year's season by taking on the Nuggets uh, in their season opener. How are you feeling about this? You know, Hannah, I don't like it, to be honest with you. I would much prefer the Lakers get a chance to sort of ease into the season a little bit. Uh, I hate to start off with the toughest games first. I remember last couple of seasons, it seems like we played the Clippers opening night, which, of course, is the last thing I want to do. Uh, you know, but again, we're not going to be able to ease into the season. We're going to be at, at Denver, uh, a very difficult place to win no matter what. Um, but I'm not sure it really means all that much, Hannah. I, I'm sure the Lakers would like to win. They've got much of their team from last season back again. But it's the first game of the year. It's a long season. And as we saw from last year, uh, it's not how you start the year that counts. It's how you finish. No, absolutely. I mean, I completely agree with you. Obviously, the media is having a field day with this now. I'm sure when that opening night happens, they're going to have a field day. If the Lakers lose, then they're going to say, see, uh, they didn't make any improvements. They're never going to be able to beat Denver. If they win, they're going to say, see, they they got so much better this offseason. They're going to be able to to be any team in the league now. No one can stop them. But that's honestly just the, the media's job to create hype and to, uh, you know, create as much kind of fandomony over these games as possible but dad at the end of the day I, you know I completely agree with you it, it really isn't how you start the season it's how you finish the season but it's definitely going to be you know an exciting game I'm sure Laker fans are going to be extra fired up uh fired up just because of course it's their season opener but also because like I said obviously the Lakers were on such a tear and then of course they unfortunately lost to the Nuggets in that Western Conference Finals but dad something that I think is really interesting is in this first game we're going to have to go up against uh, Nikola Jokic. And right now, the Lakers really only have Anthony Davis and then, you know, Jackson Hayes, who you can't really, no one really knows anything about him. It's going to be the first game, really. So what does this mean for the Lakers? Do you think now this gives them a little bit more ammunition to go out and, and to sign another big in terms of kind of matchup purposes now? Well, Hannah, I think they already realize that they need another big. The reports have been for two solid months now that that's what they're targeting with the 14th pick, uh, 14th uh, uh, roster spot. But uh, the right person hasn't come along yet, uh, and it's not clear who that is. I mean, all kinds of rumors, uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see. But the Lakers definitely need another center. They're well aware of that, and they're going to get somebody. We're just not sure who it's going to be yet. Yeah, a lot of rumblings about Christian Wood that the Lakers feel pretty confident they can get him. Now, obviously, he's not technically a center. I think he's only 6'9", so he's more of a a power forward. But a lot of rumblings, a lot of reports lately that the Lakers feel pretty confident that they're going to be able to uh, snag him, which 
be a pretty interesting fit, Dad. I mean, he's obviously a very talented player, but obviously there must be some sort of a screw loose for him to still be available because when you look at his stats, you know, it looks like he should be a guy who should have been one of the, the top free agents this summer, but that obviously was not the case. So if the Lakers do end up getting Christian Wood, uh, you know, I think that's a, a great pickup for them. But of course, a uh, little bit of concerns because why he's still available at this time just kind of makes me, you know, scratch my head and it's a little worrisome. Yeah, Hannah, the, there's tremendous red flags out for him, uh, Christian Wood. I, I'm I'm not real hot on getting him for the team. We don't really need another power forward, and that's really what he is. He's not a center. And in addition to that, all the reports, and I've heard lots and lots of reports, and I've read about it very carefully, is that Christian Wood can't guard spit. He can't guard anybody. He doesn't try. He doesn't care. Is that really who we need on this Laker team? I don't think so. Uh, I'm not real keen on Christian Wood. It may be that the Lakers are waiting to see if they can sign him, but I, I hope not. I mean, what's the difference really between him and Rui and a couple other guys on the team? They can stretch the floor too, and, and they can play center. If, if Christian Wood can play center, they can play center. So I don't think any of those guys is a center. We need a real center back there. But uh, I, again, I'm not real keen on Christian Wood being the 14th uh, roster spot. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from there. Just from everything I'm hearing, it's looking more and more likely that that is going to be the guy that they use to fill out that final roster spot. But, Dad, getting back to uh, this opening game night, what do you think are, you know, some of the keys? I know it's pretty early on to uh, to tell, but, you know, matchup-wise, obviously we saw the Nuggets sweep us in the Western Conference Finals. What are some of the, the keys that you think we need to do to hopefully get that win. I know I know it's early in the season. I know it'll just be the first game, but still I just know how annoying the media is going to be if the Lakers lose. It just it's going to be so frustrating. So what are some things that you think you need to see from this uh purple and gold team to have them come out and get that win on opening night? Well, first of all, again, playing Denver in Denver on opening night is going to be a very tough assignment, Hannah. It's very difficult to win in Denver because of the altitude. Uh, but, you know, it all starts with Nikola Jokic. I mean, you got to be able to control him. You can't let him go crazy. Uh, if you can control him, you can win. If you don't, you won't. I mean, the Lakers did beat the Nuggets at least twice last year during the regular season, I believe. Uh, and so, you know, it's not impossible. But, I, I, again, I don't want to put too much, you know, importance on the opening game of the season. Yeah, it would be great to get off to a good start. And so I think that's wonderful. Uh, but if we lose, the world is not over at that point. But of course, you're right. The media is going to hype this up, you know, beyond uh, creation, and and it's a nationally televised game. I think we're going to get a lot of Laker national televised games this year, and so we'll just have to see. But again, Hannah, I'm just looking forward to NBA basketball. I can't wait for the Lakers to take the court again. Yeah, I completely agree with you. This off season has felt just a little extra long, which. Is funny because it's actually the shortest offseason that we've had in, you know, a pretty long time. But, yeah, I'm definitely ready for uh, for basketball to start. But, Dad, I want to kind of switch gears here because we do have some basketball that we can watch. You know, the Team USA. Uh, obviously, they're having their kind of scrimmage games right now. But eventually, the real games will pick up in, in a couple weeks. But, Dad, they actually had their first game the other day against Puerto Rico. It was our first time seeing Austin Reeves out there. And you know what, Dad? He did pretty darn good. Came in and within the first three seconds, I think, of entering the game, hit a three, uh, finished with nine points. 
looked like, honestly, kind of like the best player out there, to be honest with you. He was passing. He was, you know, doing a little bit of everything as Austin typically does. But, Dad, what did you think of, of Austin's first game there for uh, Team USA? You know, I think it was a very solid game, Hannah. Of course, he had a great first half, unequivocally a great first half. He was the leading scorer for Team USA in the first half. Uh, he, unfortunately, uh, didn't score in the second half. But the whole team exploded in the second half. There were so many guys scoring from all over the place. They didn't really need him to score in the second half. He did finish with four assists and four rebounds. It was a very, very solid overall game for Austin Reeves. You know, I think Laker fans watching him were very, very excited. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, obviously everyone's really excited about Austin and the progression that he's making and the expectations for him this season are really high. And to be honest, I think that's to be expected. And if I'm being fully honest with you, Dad, I think he's going to exceed those expectations. I mean, really, the sky is the the limit for uh, this kid. But Dad, I'm excited just to be able to watch some sort of basketball because like you said, uh, it's really, life is pretty boring without it. Yeah, not only that, Hannah, the, the whole Team USA is really kind of a cool team. It's a lot of the best young players in the NBA, and it's kind of fun to see them all go out there and, and compete together and, and try to learn to play as a team. Uh, a lot of fun guys to watch, and, uh, you know, I, I frankly, I enjoyed watching that Puerto Rico game. It was a very good first half, and Austin really kind of kept him in the first half, but in the second half, Puerto Rico completely fell apart. The, the USA team, you know, was fantastic. Their defense really fueled it for Team USA in the second half. They really locked down, and that changed the whole momentum of the game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another player that has been fun to watch for Team USA, of course, is, you know, former Laker player, Brandon Ingram. Uh, obviously, I'm rooting for Austin a bit more. But, you know, still, like you said, it's an exciting young team and it's basketball. And that's all I really care about at the end of the day. Uh, so next game, I think, for Team USA is a Saturday. I think it's another scrimmage game. I think they play Saturday and Sunday. So we get a weekend full of basketball festivities. And I, for one, am not going to take it for granted. I'm very excited about it. But... Laker fam, I think that is going to be it for tonight's podcast. Once again, the Lakers will be taking on the Denver Nuggets in their season opener, which is October 24th. So mark your calendars, get excited because NBA basketball will be back before we even know it. Let me know, though, what you think some of the uh, the keys to the Lakers getting that win would be on opening night. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hannah and Laker Daughter out. Bye, everyone.